We recently got asked a question inside of the Product Boss Mastermind in one of our hot seat calls that the question was, I would like to brainstorm ideas about the best ways to capitalize on Father's Day as it's coming up and I want to get in front of it. I feel like last year did not go as well as I had hoped, but I'm not really sure why. And now as we supported this masterminder in that question inside of the mastermind, I wonder to ask all of you. Do you ever have questions like this? So if you are making $250,000 to multi-million dollars a year, I'd love for you to consider the Product Boss Mastermind because at this stage in your product business, you are looking for high-level strategy, support, and a group of people who get it and encourage you to go after those goals you've only dreamed of. Now, the Product Boss Mastermind is where industry-leading multi-six and seven-figure product bosses scale connect and thrive inside an exclusive community for multi-six and seven-figure product bosses. So if you're interested in getting an application in, head to theproductbossmastermind.com. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlo-Sitap, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. In introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder, she has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my delightful co-host, Mina Kunlositep. Hey, Mina. Hey, Jacqueline. All right, friends. So we get so many questions about this every day, and it's actually something that I think Mina and I spar about often, is how do we really use social media in our business? And let me tell you, if you're like us, social media makes you want to bang your head against the wall because it's like... I mean... It's the worst and the best, (laughs) you know, I think social media is something where it's hard because social media is supposed to be fun. And at the same time, all the fun has been sucked out of it. (laughs) So that's it. That's it in a a nutshell. That's all, you know, that's, that's it. That's the episode. (laughs) Yeah. It's like blood from a stone. Can't, can't get any fun out of the social medias these days, you know? It's, um, it's tough because and we had done an interview um, with somebody who had said, you know, listen, when social media and the algorithms change, like Instagram, Facebook, things like that, like when the algorithms change, it is changing for everybody. So it's not like that group over there doesn't change for them, but it changes for us. It's just that some people have more momentum, more strategy, more things happening that it's continuing to work for them, but they're still seeing that, you know, engagement is lower, views are lower, that kind of thing. It just depends on where we're starting. But the thing that we wanted to talk about today with social media, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, um, whatever new platform that comes out in the future, we want to talk about how to be using it for social media. Because I think a lot of people, these are students that come into Multistream Machine, for example, um, a lot of the students within our community, they really think that social media, let's call it Instagram, Facebook, is a marketing plan, right? They're like, that's it. I've got my marketing plan. That's how I'm going to reach new customers. And while that might have been possible at some point years ago in a distant future, past, distant past, it's no longer possible. 
And if it is possible for you right now, there's probably some, you know, fumes that you're living off of um, from having been at the right place when Instagram blew up or Facebook blew up, right? So that's what gets people in the trap is, there's, is that they're like, oh my gosh, over there, which is like the best phrase to basically nutshell um, Instagram is like over there on that account, they can make sales still. Yes, over there they can. But if you're a small business and you're starting and you want to have followers, if you want to have engagement, if you want to have you know, a bigger audience, it is pretty darn hard to do that on Instagram or on Facebook right now. Mm-hmm. So let's start off by saying that Instagram and Facebook are, it's not, it's not a, it's not your marketing plan. Yeah. They are it's tools a tool. to market with. And we've been so fortunate. Thank you, Marky Mark Zuckerberg. We don't thank him enough. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have to? We but, don't thank him enough. We, <laughs> poor Marky Mark Zuckerberg. Doesn't get the gratitude he deserves. But to be able to reach a global audience, to be able to reach people in more places and not have had to have to pay. Yeah. Oh, the beauty of social media too. It is true. I wouldn't have met you probably. Yeah. Facebook didn't exist. Yeah. Facebook didn't exist. I wouldn't have, we wouldn't have started the podcast probably, you know, there is a beauty to social media that it has brought people together too. But at the same time, we have access to so many things now that it's just like, oh my gosh, my brain is, my brain hurts from all the news that I now have access to. Whereas back in the day, my brain didn't even need to process it, you know? (laughs) But let's talk from a business perspective, you know, Mm -hmm. somebody in Australia could be, discover your product when you're making it out of Nebraska, for example, Right. Yeah. Like there's like we can reach a global audience. And when when social media worked in that way, where you could use hashtags, you could just post and somebody could discover you organically and follow you, then we were able to connect with people that we would have never been able to connect with had we not had marketing budgets, had we not done, you know, live events or sold wholesale across the world or ran ads or put things in magazines or, you know, we had to have paid to get our product and get consumer awareness around our brand and product um, before. And social removed the middleman of paying and they gave us this free access to each other. Now, as the algorithms have changed, it's making the reach less likely. They do want to lean into ads. They do want you to pay to reach people on a broader sense. There's still the ability to get in front of people. I think still reels and video are still the number one way to do it. But what we wanted to talk about here is Really, this idea of social media, and we're going to talk about old school commercials, or as the kids call them these days, ads. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We want to talk about the idea. And literally say, mom, mama, can you skip this ad for me? No, this is live TV with commercials. (laughs) These are called commercials, (laughs) children. (laughs) So we want to kind of go into marketing, like marketing 101, a little bit about brand, like brand awareness, consumer awareness. Um, and consumer conversion and really talk to you about the idea of how you can utilize social media still, but then starting to think about marketing as a whole and and thinking back to the way that we consumed information and when we Mm -hmm. converted into paying customers for certain brands. And so that's what we're going to chat about today. Yeah. And I think that it has evolved and social media uh, algorithms and algorithms altogether, it makes things evolve very, very quickly. So for example, while Jacqueline and I before were really pushing all of you to do 
you know, let's get them to buy from you. That was a different time. Social media has done change. It has changed in the last few months of being in a pandemic, everybody being on there, you know, um, uh, Instagram being acquired by Facebook, you know, now changed to Meta, now having a whole bunch of people on there. I mean, things change very, very quickly on social media where things that happened before cannot be done any longer, you know? So we're going to, we're going to talk a little bit about how that all has, you know, come to the forefront and, and what to do with your business, what you should really be doing with social media now in your business. So let's talk about commercials. So for our young people out there that um, grew up with TiVo and then, you know, direct TV and like, uh-huh. don't understand live that. TV, live, they, <laughs> live I TV mean, direct TV. If I forgot to record Grey's Anatomy back in the day, you better believe I was like hurting, <laughs> it, you know, like, what have I done? I need to go home, press my remote to record on my DVR. Right. Um, but even before that growing up, there was just live TV. You, you got to watch what you live got radio. to watch. Yeah, live radio. Radio oh, that didn't. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, I, I still listen to radio. Yeah, and there's ads on it. But then people uh-huh. go to like Sirius and those things where they're yeah. not advertised to. Right, you can pay right. to skip the ads. They're streaming, yeah, or commercials as the kids call it. So or yeah. no, I'm flipped. Okay, it, yeah. <laughs> we yeah, they call it. They definitely call it ads, and they think that they could skip it after a certain amount of time, which you know is their generation, obviously, like and definitely not ours. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about commercials and the point of a commercial. So the point of a commercial, you go, you know, go watch some live TV, my friends, and then watch a commercial. People and would be most, like, live TV? Where could I even go find that? In uh, a hotel room, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so go book yourself into a hotel <laughs> to watch free live TV. <laughs> I think you probably can still get an antenna and stuff. I have but live Hulu, TV through direct TV. Live TV. You do? That's I what don't have direct TV anymore. Oh. I have Hulu, but I do we have live TV? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but go mark. on. Okay, we're gonna try <laughs> again. One of those like analogies where we have no idea. Um, so go watch some live TV. Okay. And if you're watching live television, you're watching commercials, typically they're not converting you. They're not saying buy now. So an infomercial was like, if you sign up in the next 30 minutes, we're going to throw this in and then you're going to get four but payments. But wait. But wait, we've got more. Buy this uh-huh. and you'll get double. And you'll uh-huh. have to pay it in $1 installments for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. Or remember back day, uh, back in the day when it was like COD accepted? Yeah, cash, cash on, on delivery. delivery. Could you imagine yeah. writing a check now and handing it to somebody? Oh my gosh. I mean, I needed to have a check the other day. I had to go literally my physical body into the bank to get a, a cashier's check. <laughs> Because I didn't have any checks, you know? So it was wild. <laughs> and that's why I write the checks in this relationship. <laughs> okay. And again, for the kids out there, those are physical pieces of paper. <laughs> yeah. That you're but writing you- and the money comes out of your account. You know, this is something I actually have to teach my children. Like, where's the money coming from? It's coming from the bank account, you know? But where's this bank account? <laughs> <laughs> it's not in Meta. It's literally this physical building right here. Or they it don't is. hold. They don't hold the money unless they do. Maybe in the vault. Um, but <laughs> but it's like that money has or that money is being used a lot of times. That's where loans come in, right? They're using your money to loan out to other people. 
So anyways, I won't get into the history of banking. But (laughs) but going back to my point here is if you watch a commercial, Mina brought this up the other day when we were coaching somebody was that what is the point of a commercial? Go ahead. Are you asking me? Because I don't want to take your story. Oh, the point of a commercial is literally so people even know you exist. It's brand awareness. So it serves as a is the the first touch point of somebody being like, oh, look at this Coca Cola. It's used as a reinforcer or as a brand awareness. So for example, Coca Cola. That's why when they're doing commercials, it's like more timely, perhaps, where it's like, oh get a Coke for the summer, right? Or the polar bears that come out during the holiday commercials. It literally is to do But they're not even telling you get a Coke. Messaging. They're just watching a polar bear open a Coke, chug yeah. the Coke, listen to that at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I need a Coke. They and then tell cuddle you you afterwards. What? Yeah. And this is in the dead of winter when Cokes are not refreshing. You know? Cokes so, are always refreshing, Mia. <laughs> Says the polar the bear. other day, I had a, uh, I had a Diet Coke at the um, in-person event. And anytime I have pop, I'm always like, I'm going to, this is totally going, I'm hyper when I have pop because I, I very rarely have it. And whenever I drink it, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like amazing, like childhood hyper, but it might be psychological. Who knows? And for our friends um, that are on the coast, she means soda. Yeah, soda, <laughs> soda pop. And so it is refreshing, especially when you are talking all day at a, in-person mastermind, but it's less refreshing in the wintertime unless you associate that psychological warmth of the polar bears opening it up for the holidays and it's sharing an experience for you. Or you're addicted. Yeah, or you're (laughs) addicted, that too. Um, But the whole point is that when you see that commercial, it reminds you. It either, you know, reminds you that Diet Coke exists or Coca-Cola exists, or it shows you, hey, this Soda pop exists. You can go have some and buy some at the gas station. Mm-hmm. So that's Coca Cola, right? One of the most re- recognized brands across the entire globe. But even like, let's talk about medicine commercials. So you know those medicine commercials that are like, hey, so this will help. You know, um, uh, your psoriasis. You know will- how many psoriasis commercials I get. <laughs> I mean, like- I get them too. But like, psoriasis- you do well on. On normal television, it's not based on who you are. It's just well. Joyful. See, the thing is, though, I was asking that to my husband because I was like, "Do you ever get psoriasis commercials?" Because I was like, I was wondering if they were targeting me on TV and um, on Hulu. Okay. Um, and so then he was like, "Yeah." I mean, and I was like, "How many people have psoriasis?" So I'm asking him all these stats. <laughs> He's a pharmacist, by the way. So I mean, he could possibly know this stuff. He's like, "Yeah, it's like one in three people have oh. like skin issues." And I was like, "Oh, so it might not be targeting me. I just I'm so self involved that I think it is because <laughs> I get them too, and I don't have psoriasis, but." <laughs> But let's say a psoriasis commercial, right? They're like, if you take this medicine, look at how great it'll be. They say, if Mm -hmm. you take it, they're like, like, look at your smooth skin. You get to put on shorts again. You get to be in the sunshine, Mm -hmm. all these things. And only, and if you take this, you may also bleed out of your toes. (laughs) (laughs) Literally so many side effects. Don't scare me because I might have to take that medicine. (laughs) Any medicine commercial does this. (laughs) Ask your doctor. That's all they're yeah, asking uh-huh. you to do. Hey, product boss. Okay, this is for you. The other day, we got a message from Lolly asking us if we had a referral for a great inventory management software to help track raw goods and on-hand products that were ready to sell. And you know what we told Lolly? 
We sure do. Not only do we have a resource for inventory management software, but we have over 308 other business tools and resources that will help you effectively run your product-based business. Now, this ranges from packaging and printing supplies, affiliate management, website and email software, legal resources, video and photo tools, and so much more. You will have everything you need to grow your dream product business today and at no cost to you. Yep. This is totally free and you can download the product boss ultimate resource guide right now by heading to the slash resource guide. Again, that's the productboss.com slash resource guide. Now back to the show. So it's brand awareness of a new medicine that's out that shows you this experience of brand awareness, right? Okay. This product exists in the world and here's some information about it and go ask your doctor about it. If it's right for you, that's look, it's like, I just did a commercial if it's right for you. So it's not a, it's not a, you're going to die. If you don't take yeah. this medicine, go buy it now. It's a, Hey, these are the the pros and cons about this medicine. This is what your life could look like. Go ask a doctor. This about medicine it. exists. Yeah. Yeah. So brand awareness. So I think it's brand awareness. And, you know, I think when we think about social media, if we think about it back in the day of how we used to window shop, right? You went to peruse. You didn't know what existed. You were open to the world. Like, I'm going to Nantucket. I'm going to look around these little shops. I don't know what they're going to bring. Well, if I'm watching TV, I'm going to watch my shows and whatever pops up, pops up right? That's how it used to be. And it would be like, Ooh, I'm window shopping this life with no psoriasis or psoriasis medicine. And I get to live this life window shopping. Does that look like what I want? I get to swing on this, you know, um, tire swing and jump into a lake, literally the commercial I get all the time, you know? So but it's like window shopping that, skin, right? That like tank tops yeah, and oh, shorts. hundred mm-hmm. percent, you know, exposed skin. And, you know, it's like, you don't have to worry about you know, taking off your shawl to jump in this lake. So anyways, you know, it's like window shopping. So social media really is that version of that. It's that beginning part of the discovery, the brand awareness, um, and you saying, here I am, look at me and I exist, but it's not like for you to open up your, you know, wallet. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, what is that? Like the, the open up your trench coat. And be like, oh. which watch do you want? I'll go you watches. Know. You want watches? I got watches. <laughs> you want these watches? I got these watches. Mine was I got so these much watches. more creepy than yours. <laughs> yours was like an auctioneer and mine was like creepy. <laughs> I do voices in my fancies the other day. I was like singing a song that I made up and I thought I sounded like a guy from like the 30s or 40s like on the radio. And he's like, hey, see where you're going with this, but stop. Oh my God. You're so good at it. So there's few people have talent for this. I tell you this. One I didn't is know Jacqueline. I had a talent, but yay. The other one is my sister, Tony. So good at it. And the third person is Maria Desmondi, who's in her mastermind. <laughs> and I mean, this is such a talent that I can pick these people out of a, you know, like, oh my gosh, like phenomenal. Like you could perform. I'm going to It's the facial expression, the nuances, the, you know, all this stuff. But I was just, I was, when we were in Arizona, I sat next to Maria Desmondi, who's in our mastermind. She was telling this story. I kid you not, I was captivated with she the owns, voices. I'm just going to plug Cardinal Rule Press. So she publishes um, children's, children's books. books. Uh huh. So look her up. She's phenomenal. So she's telling this story about like how she grew up and all this stuff. And she's like, you know, weaving this story for me and with like her facial expressions, her tones and everything. I was like, oh my gosh, 
you remind me of Jacqueline. That's literally what I said to her. I was like, your facial expressions and everything, you know, it was phenomenal. Anyways, so is there not, is a gift to that. Because, it wasn't because <laughs> I was going around with a camera and I was like, hey, everybody smile, say hi, da, da, da. I was live on, on Instagram and she's like, no, no, not me. And then the camera got turned. She's like, hey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's like, no, no, I don't want to get on camera. The instant the camera turns on her, she literally does like the shake of a body and she like, it's like a snap of the finger. You know, it was amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> so going back to the point of this podcast. Um, yes. Uh-huh. Yes, go is, on. Um, so how are you going to use social media? So for a lot of you, what happens is that, and I actually had this conversation yesterday with one of my one-on-one clients was the, the move that's happening with, social media. One, TikTok, for example, people are truly there to enjoy. So they're not into this disruption salesy marketing. So the things that they want are valuetainment, right? Valuetainment. So it's adding value Mm -hmm. and entertainment together. So um, really great person to follow on there that's in our mastermind as well is Suzanne of Three Best Bakery. And Suzanne kills it on TikTok more than Mm -hmm. even on Instagram. What does Suzanne do? She pipes the icing and floods the icing on cookies that she makes fast, slow motion. She just shows bits of the making process. Do you know how many, she's almost a hundred thousand followers on TikTok because people like to watch her make cookies. She's yeah. not selling them the cookies. She's not like, um, it's not like dance monkey, dance monkey. It literally is that you know, it's not like entertainment, like what we think, like Johnny Carson or something, or okay. I don't know, why, really? why did I pull out Whoa, Johnny you Carson? You went to Johnny Carson. <laughs> So kids, or, if you need to know who Johnny Carson is, <laughs> Trevor, Google it. Trevor Noah. It's not like any of them that they're they're stand up comics or anything like that, you know, or you know, um, entertainers in the true sense. This is literally like satisfying to watch, sort of entertainment, right? The decompressing that someone gets onto TikTok because they want to laugh, they want to decompress, they want to mindlessly mindlessly scroll, and they don't want that interrupted with you selling to them. So, is there a way that you could? you know, make them laugh? Or could you add some value in, you know, filling the cookies so they don't have to? Could they live vicariously through you somehow, some way, you know? And so that really is what Suzanne really tapped into was that it wasn't just like she was doing something crazy or wild or, you know, <laughs> I'm still thinking doing Johnny Carson, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. Interviewing other people or anything like that. She literally was literally outlining a cookie and flooding it with the inner icing. That goes from and, fast motion to, to regular. And right? setting um, it to music that's a appeasing, a, a you know, a like, trending song. Yeah. Yeah. So brand awareness, right? Now they know that this cookie company in Arkansas exists because they they were entertained. And now I'm going to just yeah. go back to Gladiator again for the kids out there is this movie. <laughs> <laughs> a movie that we literally it on could not fast forward through. <laughs> and what does he say in it? Are you not entertained? <laughs> That's pretty good. I got to say. Yeah, you do. It's like one of well. my favorite movies. <laughs> exactly. So are you not entertained? The idea here, and I know it feels exhausting sometimes, but we have to entertain. It's value team and it's, it's info team and it's the idea of letting people know, but that they're they're enjoying what they're watching. And it could be yeah. down to seven seconds. We're not asking for, you know, one and a half minute videos. So when you're thinking about TikTok, but also if we think about reels on Instagram, because the thing that works right now on Instagram are reels is the same idea. Video. Now, the difference with Instagram is that Instagram likes 
um, people are more used to being advertised to on Instagram and Facebook, right? They're, mm-hmm. they're used to ads coming up. So they're more tolerant of it. But if you think about the ones you stop on, the sponsored ads that pop up when you're scrolling or in stories, pay attention and think about the ones that you're stopping on. Did mm-hmm. it stop the scroll? Was there something interesting at the very beginning, right? Like what held you to watch it? When you're watching Reels, what's holding you there to watch and continue to watch? Um, and because the thing is, is, you have to just think about, instead of thinking it's conversion, we need to entertain, we need to add value, we need to create brand awareness. It's brand awareness, brand awareness, brand awareness. And then you could do a sales one, right? Like, oh, check yeah. out this new product. But I think it's that idea of people thinking that they're going to get that conversion happening on social media, which means that they're mm-hmm. going to pull out their wallets and buy from you instantly versus touch points and being aware of the brand. Yeah. I think that, you know, we always want you to have a call to action. So if it is, you know, Hey, comment below or Hey, um, you know, tag this person, or perhaps it is check out the link in the, um, in my profile or, um, share this or, um, grab this. So it could be absolutely those calls calls to action are necessary and needed because you're a business on Instagram. Now, what we're saying though, is that you have to give them some sort of value on there for them to follow you. So, you know, I I think people get stuck on the fact that, you know, valuetainment, it sounds like you have to give value and you have to entertain them. Sure. But the thing is, it's exactly what Jacqueline said. Is there some reason that they're following you? Can you give them a reason to follow you? Can you make it enjoyable? Right. So it's not like it has to be like for us, for example, for people to follow us, it's not like we have to give a 10 part series of, you know, here's the top 10 reason or top 10 things. I'm sure people would love that. But honestly, what they prefer is something that they simply enjoy and it's, and we keep it simple, super simple. K I S S, keep it super simple or K I S S, keep it simple seller. Right. So think that you just have to keep it really simple for what you're giving them on Reels and on TikTok and on Facebook and know that it is not the end-all be-all. It's literally a whole bunch of touch points for them to eventually buy from you. So how do we use social media these days, right? How you should be using social media. I want you to think of it in two ways. One way is brand awareness. So how do you get in front of your audience? How do you remind them that you exist? How are you a billboard on the side of a highway? right? How are you a commercial on TV where people are just reminded that you exist, right? Just like the Super Bowl. Why does, you know, why do beer commercials still advertise when people are already drinking their beer while live? It just reinforces the brand. So think about brand awareness. What can you do to create brand awareness that people stick around and, and pay attention? Well, that's the infotainment. That's the edutainment, however, whatever word you want to put in front. What a, yeah. Whatever message that you Some have, sort of entertainment. how can you deliver that in a, in a, in the way that Jacqueline's saying, like something that might be a bit more entertaining or a bit more valuable or a bit more enjoyable, a bit more, you know, um, why, why are they going to stick around when they have the option now to fast forward? Mm-hmm. Right. But before they were forced to watch back in my day, Johnny Carson, I had to watch his commercials. Just kidding. I I don't know. Now, I know nothing from nothing over here. So someone who actually watched Johnny Carson, but I think even back in the day, those, they actually had the advertisers come on to the shows. It didn't like, it didn't, didn't necessarily always cut to commercial. (laughs) 
right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Or if you think about, um, if you think about even right now, if you watch morning shows, they have, you know, if you're selling a book, you come on and talk about the book. Like there are products, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's ways that people are sharing with you because it's, it's the more places you see somebody. So we want you to approach social media from a brand awareness standpoint. What does your customer need to know? How do they know, like, and trust you based on brand awareness? How are you but, getting in front of them? Uh, those first two parts, know and like. Know and like. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then that starts chipping away at the the wall they have built up to not trust you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, because and also, then they, they can trust you after a while. Because we talked about this too. Like, how do you know that you're a real company and not a company out of China? Or, you know, like, how do they, if they've never seen you before, what's going to make them want to buy from you? <laughs> so the idea is this billboard right? Reminder, mm-hmm. we exist. Know and like, right? The entertainment that you're giving them through these platforms. And then for me, when you were bringing up the window shopping is that same idea of how are you representing your brand online in a physical oh, way? Let's back up a second oh, okay. because that's the third point. The, the second point, I would do want to reinforce it now that I, I remember what you were saying. <laughs> it was that them validating that you're a real business. Oh, okay. And verifying. So for example, they... The first part that Jacqueline was saying was the brand awareness and everything like that. Do they know you exist? You know, you're getting out there with your message, right? They're following you and you're just reinforcing that. The second part was, um, you know, no like goes to trust. Can they validate that you are a legit business that they will want to eventually buy from you? You know, because a lot, oftentimes people will go to your social media, they'll go to your Instagram, they'll go to your Facebook to even see if you're a legit business. You know, restaurants, we've done this forever where it's like, do they have a, a Facebook page or a Facebook group, you know, for are there um, other brands? Yelp? Yeah. Are there reviews on Yelp? Are there Google? Is there even a Google listing? You know, um, is there um, a Instagram account so I can tag those people? So we've always done that. And this is that's the second part of it. And the third part of that was where Jacqueline's going now. Well, I was going to go to the idea of window shopping. So it's that reinforcing of whether they want to buy, whether they see them, like whether your brand meets their needs, wants, and desires. So your business, your product, your brand as a whole, does it meet their need, wants, and desires? And so if we walk, you know, if any of you have been, you know, when I lived in New York and you walk down Fifth Avenue, especially during the holiday seasons and the windows are spectacular, right? Mm-hmm. And you walk around and you look in and you're like, Ooh, I like that. Or if you're just a small boutique somewhere. Because the window is just an ad. Yeah. Or a small boutique somewhere where, um, you know, what you have in the window is going to pull people in. Yeah. It represents you. Right. Something that you put there, like let's say it's Easter time and you're putting all Easter dresses in the window. I remember this specifically because when I lived in New York and it was Easter, but it was snowy and cold and I had um, like my my jacket on and, you know, me freezing over here. So really bundled up. And I remember seeing these like Easter dresses in the window and thinking, oh, it's Easter? How am I supposed to put on these dresses? But it reminded me that it's Easter and it reminded me that I needed to buy an Easter dress. So that's the idea. And then if I was in the mode to shop, I could actually walk in and say, Hey, I like these dresses in the window. Can you show me where they are on the rack? And so that is the point of social media for all of you right now. It's people finding you being aware that you actually exist, right? The discoverability, that brand awareness, it's the no like factor. The, is this for me or is this not for me? It's that window shopping. So if you do all of that and then you hit them with a conversion type post or, you know, Hey, yeah. new product drop, or you get them on your email list and you're like, Hey, spring collection is here. Summer collection is here. Or sale is happening now. That is where you convert them later down the road. But at first we really need to work like Nina said on that front end of no and like. 
Yeah. Because in the online sphere of social media, you get that person and you're, you know, they're being served up certain things that they want, right? And so in the algorithm, okay, no, like it's being reemphasized brand awareness. And then potentially they could buy from you, like what Jacqueline said, because they're like, ooh, this is a reason why I want to follow them. Just like her example of the window shopping, unless you get them in the beginning, they will not walk through those doors. They just won't. Unless you get them when they're walking by, like uh, consider it a virtual Instagram or Facebook, you know, that window. And then in order, when once they've walked in or followed you, clicked follow, for example, then that's when you can start to really build trust for them to bring out their wallet, right? They're not going to have their wallet out on the street, on the sidewalk when they're window shopping. They just aren't. You need to capture them somehow in order to get them in the doors to follow you. Yeah. And so if a lot of you are thinking, okay, great, great ideas, ladies, but not sure how to do this. I want to tell you all that we have 101 holiday content ideas available now. So yes, what, what holiday? It's the summer. <laughs> and a lot of you have already jumped into a year of content, which is at a year of content.com. And you, there's all the links down below in the show notes down below, however you're looking at your phone right now. But in the show notes, there's um, a year of content, which gives you yearly, like for the year prompts to talk about, to talk about Every your business that day. aren't salesy, but rather it's not me with my coat open telling you the watches inside, but it's ways to talk about your product. Now that did that has, there's been tens of thousands of students that have gone through that mini course that we have that we came out with 101 holiday content ideas to support you with content. It's got a calendar. It's going to take you through October, November, December, and how to talk about your business prompts and ideas for how you can be adding value, right. To what you talk about in content. That's more than just salesy. Like, Hey, this is my product by now. This is my product by now. Mm-hmm. And why are you doing this in July and listening right now? Why is it important now? Is because this is for you to get ahead, for you to start seeding those ideas, for you to start establishing the no like that we're talking about in this episode. So when come holiday season, you'll be able to sell them on the trust, right? Because they're already, they've confirmed, yes, this is right for me. Yes, I like them. Yes, I even know them. And yes, I would, you know, want what they have to sell to me because it meets some sort of need, want, and desire that I have. Yeah. Yes. I've been following them for the last several months. Ooh, they're doing a Black Friday sale. Ooh, I'm going to maybe make my first purchase then, or I'm going to make my second purchase, or I'm going to tell people about this, right? So we, this is one of the big reasons that Mina and I came up with these mini courses, um, but they're more so giving you prompts that you can just go off of where it's like, talk about this or, you know, talk about your three bestsellers um, and why it's relevant to this holiday season. And then you can go ahead and do that. Now, when you go to Reels and TikToks, same thing. You could pick up on a trend. You could say, okay, this is a trending music. This is a trending thing. But then the caption or the, the words that you put on top of it can be speaking to getting them to have that need, want, and desire and how your products are going to meet that. So we're so excited to bring this to you early this year um, because so many of you really like to prepare and prep. Um, So it's available now. If you head to the show notes, you can click the link and take a look. It's a really easy thing to jump into at a really low cost because we just want to support you in getting out there and creating that brand awareness for your customers. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you in there. Thank you. Thank you for being here and listening all the way through the Product Boss Podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way in your business, would you mind doing two things for us? 
subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other product entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their businesses and realize that they're not alone. And we know that you all know that a five-star and honest review helps you sell more products to more people. So you know that your reviews help us reach more listeners around the world. Remember, what we give is what we receive, and we are all about helping each other in the Product Boss community. We are all in this together. We would be so appreciative of you if you could take the time right now to subscribe, leave a review, and even share this episode on social or someone you know so we can impact more lives. And remember, subscribing means that you will get notified each time we release a new episode so you never miss a thing. You have helped us grow and climb into the top 10 of all marketing podcasts and together we can keep climbing. Thank you, friends. And remember, there is room at the top for all of us. This episode is brought to you by the Shop One in Five Pledge and Small Business Shopping Directory. It's a commitment to make one in five of your purchases from a small business online or offline. So head to shoponeinfive.com to take the pledge. And friend, while you are there, check out and shop from hundreds of small businesses in the Small Business Shopping Directory. It's the go-to directory to discover, support, and shop small businesses all in one place. Head to shop1in5.com.